Hello and welcome to Contact Chai. Today's episode is a drosh from our virtual Friday night Shabbat on August 19th. Rabbi Dina spoke about the difficult task of comforting others the way God comforts us. Take it away, Rabbi. I really love this period on the Jewish calendar. It's like an endless source of inspiration for me. And I want to talk about that for a little bit. One of the things that I get asked a lot as a rabbi is, what do I say to someone who is sick or dying or has recently lost a loved one? And it's a great question because it speaks to our desire, our human instinct to want to comfort people who are going through something difficult. And it speaks to our desire to have our comforting work. We want them to be consoled. We want them to feel our love And we want that love to help them suffer a little bit less. But the answer to the question, what do I say, is unfortunately, there isn't really a magic formula. There isn't an answer for how to relieve someone else's burden of suffering. What does matter is that you say something, that you do something to show that you care and love that person, that you are with them in the thing that they are experiencing. Consolation is more about the feeling than the actual words that you say. Consolation, or the verb console, comes from the Latin for com, meaning with, and solare, meaning to soothe. So com solare, to soothe with. Consolation is being with someone intentionally for the purpose of soothing them. When we console someone, What we're doing is showing them that they are not alone, that they will not always feel this terrible or lonely. Jewish tradition is excellent at this. Our mourning practices, the way that we interact with people after they have lost someone, our strong tradition of visiting the sick, these traditions guide us to put ourselves physically, if possible, with people we know who are suffering and to soothe them. And what this tradition of being with people teaches us is that the with part of console is more important than the soothing part. That sometimes the soothing actually just comes from being with. We are now two weeks into a seven-week period, 49 days, on the Jewish calendar that are all about consolation. From Tisha B'Av, the day on the calendar that we mark destruction, that we remember all of the ways things have gone wrong for us, 49 days later to Rosh Hashanah, the day that the world is born and the gates of heaven burst open anew, it's exactly seven weeks between those two days. And each week for those seven weeks on Shabbat, We read sections from the prophets that are all about the ways that God consoled the people after the destruction of their home and holy places, which, by the way, was also God's home and God's holy place. In the moment where the Jewish people might have felt most distant from God because they were exiled from the place in which they used to know God, 
God shows up to them and says, I am here. I am with you. If you are thinking, wait a second, didn't we just spend 49 days counting from one holiday to another? You're not wrong. From Passover to Shavuot, we also count out a period of exactly seven weeks, moving from intimacy with God to the majestic experience of revelation. It follows what's known as the sephirotic ladder, this sort of visual representation of different attributes of God that go from intimacy to majesty, but actually they go from intimacy to majesty in the way they're represented visually. The Hasidic rabbis noticed the parallel between this 49 days of the Omer, the time between Passover and Shavuot, and the 49 days between Tisha B'Av and Rosh Hashanah. But they say in this period of consolation, we start with Malchut, with majesty, which is down here on the scale. And we begin to rise up the scale, bringing our attention from God's majestic attributes towards Chesed which is at the very top of that ladder, the attribute of loving kindness. We spend 49 days beginning in an experience of God that is majestic, but far from us. And we get closer and closer over the seven weeks to intimate and comforting love, which is the highest we can go on a spiritual ladder. So how does God console us in this period? By doing exactly as the word consolation in its Latin origins implies, by showing us a steady presence to help soothe us that we won't be alone. So in this week's Haftorah, this selection from Isaiah that is meant to console us as we move towards intimate loving kindness with God, there is a line in which God says to the people, I could never forget you. See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. The 19th century commentator called Malbim explained that God engraved us, the people, on God's hands so that God would be reminded of us with every deed and action. And so that every deed and action that God undertakes will be for the sake of our redemption. This is a manifestation or a metaphor of the withness to the extreme. It's like God saying, even when I feel far from you, even when you feel far from me, you don't think you're on my mind. You are with me and I am working to make the world a better place for you. It's consolation writ out on God's hands, which plucked us out of Egypt and will pluck us out of desolation again. The Haftorah, taken from the book of Isaiah, goes on to describe all sorts of revenge fantasies and promises from God that we'll never again suffer in the ways that we have. But note that the with part comes first and the soothing part comes second. Even for God, Consolation is first and foremost about making sure that the person who is suffering feels accompanied on their journey. So this too is our task. In this week's Parsha, Akev, we are instructed to walk in all of God's ways, which is hard to understand. So the Midrash says, here's what that means. God is merciful, so we should be merciful. God is righteous so we should be righteous. God is just, so we should be just. 
and extending that message to this 49 day period of consolation. God consoles the brokenhearted, and so we should console the brokenhearted. It's really easy to start to think of this period leading up to the high holidays as being all about self reflection and personal growth, and it is definitely. We are called on Yom Kippur to stand with ourselves, to be judged by ourselves in both meanings in front of God. But if that's all we think this is about, I think we're missing the point of consolation. We're missing the point of this 49-day journey towards the self because it's a journey towards intimacy. With ourselves, yes, but with others, towards deep, soothing togetherness. It's meant to teach us the importance of consoling each other. If we want to walk in God's ways, if we want to be more holy and pure, we have to begin to look for ways to make our presence known to each other for the sake of soothing each other's woes. So we think of this as a time in which we're supposed to seek out the people in our lives and ask them for forgiveness for the ways that we have hurt them. We're supposed to think about the ways that we fell short and we want to do better. But this 49-day period of consolation also counts us towards chesed, towards loving kindness. It reminds us that doing tshuva, returning to our better intentions, should be done in a spirit of consolation, should be done in a spirit of being soothing to each other and prizing each other's needs. That giving and receiving forgiveness is an act of soothing someone by showing them that you are not going to disappear from their lives, even if they have hurt you. So however you plan to spend this high holidays, and I certainly hope that you will join us virtually or in person, I hope that you will feel held by this community, that you will feel that we are with you to soothe the wounds physically, emotionally, and spiritually that this difficult year has inflicted upon you. And I hope that you will feel that we are with you in your journey to grow, that the ways that I have hurt you, I regret and I'm sorry for, and the ways that you have hurt other people, you regret and are sorry for, and that is okay. You can still be with those people. And however you come to be with us, thank you for being with us. Your presence, your withness is a balm to all of us. It is soothing and we are comforted to have you here. One of the blessings of doing a virtual service is that we can share music from people who don't live local to the Chicago community. And so I want to share as a coda to this thinking about consolation, a song by Alana Arian and Chava Mirel and Deborah Sachs-Mintz called Nachamu, which means be comforted. It's taken from the first line of the first Haftorah of consolation in which the prophet Isaiah says in the name of God, Nachamu, nachami, nachamu, ami. Be comforted, my people. And I hope that you receive this as comfort, that if there is a way that you need to be with someone in this period, we are here for you. Reach out to me, reach out to each other and allow yourself to be with as a way of being soothed. 
Nacham will be comforted. Shabbat Replay is a production of Mishkan Chicago. Our theme music was composed and performed by Kalman Strauss. You can always see where and when our next service will be on our calendar. There's a link in the show notes. And if you appreciated the program, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. I know you've heard it before, but it really does help. On behalf of Team Mishkan, thank you for listening. Thank you.